0: You're listening to Podketeers.
1: Welcome to episode 406 of Podketeers. This week, we update you on the outcome of March Mayhem. We talk about the trailer for the upcoming Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel. Great Scott! You'll never guess who's joining the cast of The Mandalorian. We talk about a creative lightsaber hilt and some wonderful keyblade designs by a couple of very creative people on TikTok. Extravaganza is back at the Disneyland Resort, plus Encanto makes waves at the Oscars. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, and you can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcatiers but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcasterscom 406 and click on the Discord logo, or you can click on the link in the pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podketeers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podketeers gear, additional content like the Podketeers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com fgp and as always a super special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support oh and fgp squad we're looking forward to seeing you again info coming soon on our next happy hour call so that's the intro it's time to kick this thing off if this is your first time hanging out with us we hope that you enjoy yourself and that you come back for more and of course as always if you've been hanging with us for a while welcome back friends here is episode four hundred and six of Podcatiers. I think we nailed it.
0: Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh no. Oh, 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 Are
2: we doing that this episode? I don't know, what? Oh, no, what? Oh, no, it's James Corden. Hello, everybody. I don't know. I don't <laughs> oh, no, that's not what we need. To,
3: to do the British accents. That's yeah, me. I don't know. I I, I love can't. doing them, just like everyone else. Just scared of it.
2: <laughs> I do the best British accent. I, everybody says it. They say, Andrew does the best British accent.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a fact pe- pe- to me. People,
2: people <laughs> have been saying this. Some people. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No. Totally. Some people they yeah. say, they say it. Is it me? I'm some people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've always wanted to live in England, specifically for the reason that I want to develop a British accent. Mm. If for if for nothing else, it is to develop a British accent because I just think they're super cool. Yeah.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Sell it, Andrew. I guess it depends on where in where in in Britain. You're you're Just getting your point. accent from.
3: Good
1: point.
0: Oh, I you know, I
2: want me like
1: a Paul Bettany style English. Accent. I don't want like
2: oh, oh right come a garden book, don't bend gonna crumbly nah. bumbly like nah, the, like the B, like the chef. BFG or something. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> like, I'm good.
1: I want like a nice Paul Bettany sounding thing. Oh okay,
2: or like an Angela Lansbury. Oh yeah, she's got that's a really a, oh, nice yeah, one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Everybody should sound like Angela Lansbury,
1: <laughs> and then I could narrate firework shows. That's <gasps> Julie Andrews.
3: That's
2: Julie Andrews. I know, I know, I know but
1: Andrews. I could do that if I had a British accent. Oh, yeah, that was as true. good as <laughs> Angela Lansbury.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. I bet you a lot of <laughs> listeners
3: did the same thing, though. They think the same thing. Wow, well, yeah.
2: Well, Angela Lansbury did take over the uh, supposed. Julie Andrews cameo in Mary Poppins Returns. That was supposed to be. Anyway, that's neither here Full there. circle. There you go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Disney
0: connected right there. British accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: well, let's reel it back in because March Mayhem has ended officially. And look, from the very beginning, it was no secret you know who or what snack I was rooting for. Uh, didn't quite turn out. The way that I would have wanted,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: I really wanted that Ronto rap to bring it home,
3: Ah, but uh,
1: you know, it wasn't. It it, that wasn't the case. Uh, Dole Whip ended up winning the entire tournament. Popcorn got knocked out by the Dole Whip, and so I'm sorry. uh, You know, (laughs) uh, there's worse snacks that could have beaten it. I'm glad that if The popcorn didn't win, that it was another snack that I would have wanted to win. Honestly, my three would have been popcorn, churro, dole whip. And so, churro also made it to the finals, went up against dole whip. Dole whip happened to take it. I can't be mad at that. It's still delicious. It did get super difficult towards the end. We had a lot of people commenting on that. You know, it was on the Discord, it was on the Instagram posts as well. Uh, You know, It it turned out the way that it did.
0: Yeah. So congratulations, (laughs) Dole Whip. You know, I I did vote for popcorn at one point, only because there's pickle-flavored popcorn. I was like, "Um, I'm going to do that. So I helped you out a little bit. I I appreciate
1: it. (laughs) I mean, uh, there's all sorts of flavored popcorn, right? Oh, yeah. I'm sure that if we really tried hard enough, we can make a Dole Whip-flavored popcorn. Yeah, Ooh. I'm sure. I'm sure that, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that did we mean? just give Ooh. Disneyland a, a new flavor opportunity? Right. <laughs> Look, if you uh, see that this summer, there will be no denying <laughs> at that point.
2: <laughs> while well, Disney World had pineapple. Co- what was it? Pineapple. Where'd it go? Hold on. Pineapple coconut glazed popcorn. Oh, there you go. Is, really? Okay, the, I was okay thinking, like, so the we were crazy. Mm, yeah, okay. somewhere on there.
3: But was, like was a, it something really about
2: pineapple?
3: Popcorn before. carts mm. in Disneyland. I mean, if it was like warm pineapple tasting, maybe. Yeah. Like hot oh. popcorn. Glazed a little different.
1: Yeah. It's like getting it from a bag. It's like the confectionery ones, right? Mm-hmm. Already prepackaged exactly.
2: and stuff. Okay, I figured it out. Well, just you buy a Dole Whip and then you buy popcorn and you
3: dump just the popcorn dump it on in there. the Dole Whip. Nah, I you can't eat it like do that. that. Salty though. sweet. It's like when, it's like when you eat <laughs> M&Ms
2: and you put them in the popcorn. That's it's true. It's like the other way Pretzels
3: around. Pretzels and ice cream.
2: You, you put bacon what? on your on your uh, Dole Whip. Why not some popcorn? We got an, an idea salty. for the next salty, blog. <laughs> Right there. <laughs> Crunchy, it would be so crunchy so for like so 30
1: lit. seconds, and then the well, ice cream would make do it all soggy. Well, that's why
2: you do a little soggy. bit at a time. Yeah, you it's do a... It a little. – got to pace yourself, Hazel. Right. You have to crumble and eat and crumble okay. and eat. It's – this is uh, – why – Why? Oh, no, I don't know what <laughs> I'm getting <kidding> all <laughs> on. myself <the side laughs> about. <laughs> Your British accent's coming out. <laughs> oh, my darling bunny boop. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why every time I do a British or any kind of accent, it's just boodly boopity boop. That's <laughs> everything. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, popcorn. I guess knocking out churro like a punk. No, know. popcorn did not win or knock out churro. Dole whip. I mean, Dole whip. That's yeah. what I meant to say. <laughs> Cut that out. Popcorn, Cut you were out. robbed. <laughs> dole. Wait, we were. Po- churro was robbed.
3: Yeah, you were, were mad about it. I figured you were going to be having fighting words because you were all churro. I
2: I want a recount because the button on my phone, the button <laughs> to vote for churro was stuck underneath the caption button to make a comment, and I had to, like, click in a weird spot to get it to work, so I demand a recount.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or in not. all fairness, I did ask if anybody else had the problem because yeah. I was willing to take the poll down and then reposition it
3: and start it over.
1: But everybody said, it's working it's, for me. How do we beautiful. not
3: know there's all the Dole Whip people just skewing the vote? Yeah. Oh, hey, wait yeah. a second.
1: I didn't think about that. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, fine. Larry, it's you just, fine. Oh. All right, do the whole thing over. Start from right. the beginning. We'll start from the beginning again. But we're knocking out time Dole Machine. Whip and Churro. They're not even going to be in at this time.
3: What? <laughs> oh, wow. The eliminations.
1: I'm gonna stack it up for t- popcorn. <laughs> you well, know what?
2: Ronto Rap would win if they weren't in there. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> all right, right.
1: We're knocking out Ronto Rap as well. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, congratulations to Brian, part of the FGP squad. We asked you all to submit your bracket predictions and Brian submitted one and his came the closest to determining who the winner of March mayhem was going to be. So he's going to be getting a small prize from us as a thank you for participating and for winning that. Uh, We're thinking about doing one in April again, haven't decided if it's going to happen or not, but we had uh, several comments about how this should have been savory versus sweet from the very beginning. So We did talk about it. We mentioned it on last week's episode that if we did do that, we were possibly going to knock out some of the top contenders to make it a little bit more fair. Uh, I believe it was called the Loser's Bracket. (laughs) That's right, the loser's bracket. <laughs> uh, sadly, Popcorn, of course. I, I don't know if Popcorn would be in it because technically it did lose, but it is one of the top contenders. Yeah. Top
2: four gets knocked out of Yeah, there.
1: so if that's the case, that means that Dole Whip Popcorn Churro and the Mickey Ice Cream Bar would not be participating in March, Mayhem, and April should we decide <laughs> to go through with it. So stay tuned to our Instagram. More information will come if we you know do another tournament next month. They're always super fun. So, you know, you'll be you'll be the first to know if you join us uh, on Discord as well, which is where we'll be announcing it. Uh, let's see. So much to talk about this week. Uh, hey, we didn't get a chance to talk about the Miss Marvel trailer last week. Yeah. I know. Uh, Andrew brought it up, and we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it. Uh, did everybody get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. What did
0: you all think about it? It's pretty cool. I don't know anything, but. <laughs> it looks pretty like action-packed so another thing i'm excited to learn about someone else someone young so this is like completely different so yeah
2: yeah it's 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 um i'm curious to see if the whole show is going to look like the trailer does because the trailer has a lot of like overdrawn things and thought bubbles and and stuff like that so i wonder if the, the series is going to be like that at all or if that's just kind of a gimmick in the trailer or if it's like uh this is like her vision like when you know we're seeing through her eyes it looks like all this comic book kind of drawn stuff and then when we're out in the world it's it's you know the general like movie looking thing or not but um the trailer looks really cool um i'm interested to see i'm sure there's an answer for like where like her Gauntlety power thingies come from, and all the different stuff that we see in the trailer—explosions um, and weird, like walking on—I don't know, crystally sky things. I don't know. And then there's like some mysterious people standing in smoke. I'm excited to see what all this leads to.
3: I'm the Andrew on this. I'm usually a big, you know. Kind of look into what Marvel's coming out with, but I, I've got just like Melissa and Andrew are saying, I've got questions because the way it's laid out is really interesting. Another, I still have yet to watch Turning Red yet, which this kind of sounds like a, a, a female point of view of a coming of age story, kind of in Marvel's perspective, which will be interesting um, because they just did that with Turning Red. But a shout-out to whoever is editing these trailers and the music. I am digging everyone since, you know, the Moon Knight trailer when they used that rendition. And now this one with the um, this song. Uh, it, uh, I like this remix of it. just really cool how they use the beats to it kind of. I think it's interesting these purple power kind of bursts that are coming out. And she has, like, a cuff that she has on that has, like, this aura of purple, like, energy it's just circling this whole new phase of marvel which i wonder how that all plays out in the end because you know that's what we're all looking for how they all kind of combines but i i like the thing that andrew brought up like if this is like they still have like those you know it looks like she has a love interest a little bit but she's a teenager and they got these bubbles going on it's like high school it's like it feels if you're gonna ask me watching trailer it looks like watching a Disney movie but coming to Marvel uh, standards, which is kind of cool because they have, like, those cool relative moments from being a teenager or, you know, a young adult and then getting into, like, going through your life. And now having to deal with power, you know, it's it's pretty cool. And it looks like there's going to be a little bit of a culture and base with it because you see an I think that might be a mosque or a church of what they have for their religion. And, and you know, they're praying. So that will be a, another great take too because culture in these movies is important just like it was in you know Wakanda and the Black Panther movies you know I gotta bring culture into the side of this is really cool so that's what I'm looking forward to just generally
1: yeah I agree they did a, a really fantastic job uh putting this trailer together I have to agree with the music uh the remix you were talking about is blinding lights by the weekend and it speaks a lot to her getting her powers in the trailer and however it's going to happen I admittedly I didn't know much about Miss Marvel. It was a character that I I knew about, but I wasn't familiar. Didn't really know the origin story. Uh, I started looking into Miss Marvel when the the Marvels was announced originally, and so uh, I remember reading like a quick. Uh, I had read the Wikipedia article, which I brought up because I wanted to point out a couple of things. Miss um, Marvel is actually. Has been four different characters in the Marvel Universe. Uh, Carol Danvers was actually the first, and then mm. Sharon Ventura, Carla Sofen, and then Kamala Khan is now the fourth Miss mm. Marvel, according okay. to Marvel Comics. In, in this one in particular, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think she's going to be the only one because they're setting, uh, it looks like they're setting her up to team up with Carol and. With Monica as yeah. Photon, uh, Captain Marvel, and Miss Marvel in the Marvels when that comes out. Uh, I believe next year, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah, I think it's It should next be pretty year. cool. Yeah. Um, and so the the quick synopsis here on the Wikipedia page says Miss Marvel is the name of several fictional superheroes appearing in comics published by Marvel. The character was originally conceived as a female counterpart to Captain Marvel. Like Captain Marvel, most of the bearers of the Miss Marvel title gain their powers through Kree technology or genetics. Marvel has published four ongoing comic series titled Miss Marvel. Um, and really, the the part that I wanted to pull out here is that it, it looks like in in the comics, Kamala gets her powers through some like weird mist, you know, there there's like a almost similar to how Carol gets her powers, but she gets it through a mist and it looks like it's closer to what happens in the Avengers video game, because apparently she appears in the Avengers video game. She goes to like a like a comic con sort of thing for the Avengers falls down when there's an attack, and through the grates on the floor, this mist comes up, and that's possibly how she becomes Miss Marvel in the game. In this one, it looks like she's getting her powers from those cuffs, and it's speculated that those are, like, Kree technology, and that when she puts them on, that's really what, you know, how the power over, like, takes over her body. She becomes Miss Marvel. The design choices are fantastic it reminded me a lot about into the spider-verse yeah like there was a lot of elements just kind of popping out all over you 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 made the distinction that it's like disney meets marvel and disney kind of did that they did it with diary of a wimpy kid uh if you've seen that film there was a lot of pop-ups there was a lot of things happening in that one as well so you're you're right they they're taking those elements they're bringing the comic to life through her eyes And it's exactly what they did with the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movie. And I dig it. I really like that aesthetic. You know, the idea that you said whether or not they're going to do it the whole show. I would love to see it the whole show. But, man, I can imagine that that would be tedious and expensive for Marvel. Depending on what other effects are going to be in there. So maybe, if anything, I would think that they might reserve it to... When she's having her moments where she's kind of like coming out of herself to like figure out what's going on and like figuring out situations, but i I don't I don't know if they would use it all the time. Not that I would mind it though I, I would love to see that like full time on that show. but yeah, i I'm super looking forward to this one. uh when is this releasing? I don't have a a release date for this.
0: I think it's in June, if I'm not mistaken. June
2: 8th of 2022. 20- uh, right That's on. Called. Okay. I Googled it. All right. oh, I was <laughs> telling it. Melissa. She She's
3: oh, okay. the one that didn't Google <laughs> yes. it. <so>. Okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> Melissa pulled it right out of the air. I Googled it.
1: <laughs> well, either way, a couple months away, uh, we have enough to look forward to because the day this episode releases is going to be super big because Marvel likes to piggyback off of Podcateer's day releases so that, you know, they can get the Podcateer's traction. I know how it works. It's all good, Marvel. Yep, yep. You know, we're here to help each other. I, you know, we're here for you. The day that this episode releases, we're getting Moon Knight, which releases March yeah. 30th. So Moon Knight, I know that there's been an, uh, a handful of people that have been posting online that had an opportunity to watch it, or the first two episodes. Uh, they were invited to, like, a Red carpet premiere thing. And, you know, it's funny, because when we first started talking about Moon Knight, The trailer made us all think that it was like super dark, that it was way darker than we've ever seen before, kind of setting up the fact that we were possibly going to get all the Netflix shows on Disney Plus. Well, we got them. Those are TVMA. Not sure if Moon Knight is going to be TVMA. But from what I'm hearing, it's not as gory as it looks in the trailers, but it is pretty intense that it's pretty on par with all the other stuff we've seen in the other shows so far.
0: Mm. All right. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not less
1: excited about it.
3: Yeah. There's some psychological things. I think you, you think of Wandavision and some of the scenes, like she's trying to grasp when you, she realized the vision is like something she's created in her mind kind of. And you see like this hollow vision of, you know, the hollowness of vision that was pretty graphic uh, and if you're thinking mm-hmm. about that, like in stands of like, ooh, that's kind of creepy mind trick, and then I would say a lot of the scenes, yeah, probably from the most you know recent Loki. There's some scenes in there that he goes through some. I would say the part where he's bad Loki and he's cutting through there, and you see the rampages he does to get the the lamp. That was pretty dark. So I could see not like, oh my god, Daredevil or those that we those came from Netflix uh but still that aura of touching the borderline of like ooh okay there's a little bit of yeah there has got to be a little bit of feeling in this that you feel like oh that's eerie some sort it's going
0: to get deep yeah at some point for I sure i think so
3: it's across that borderline i would i would hope so just the character's plot and synopsis sounds like it should get pretty deep
1: yeah i'm looking forward to it uh hopefully we all get an opportunity to watch the first episode once it releases and by the time we record next week, we'll be able to talk a little bit about our first thoughts going into episode one. Uh, f- I think it's six episodes, right? It's not eight, mm-hmm. but six episodes for this one? That's what I saw was six. Okay, cool. Uh,
2: yeah. It looks like yeah, it looks like the rating on this, um, th- this is a UK rating that I'm looking at. But I guess in the UK, they have a, it's like zero plus six plus nine plus 12, 14, 16, 18. And Moon Knight in the UK is rated 16 plus Um, so Mm. and originally it was rated 12 plus and they've upped that so um, I I guess that's the highest um, besides Daredevil uh, the series which is rated 18 plus um, Moon Knight is up with all the rest of the other Netflix series uh,
1: uh, rated 16 plus if I'm reading this article correctly and TVMA is considered 17 and up, right?
0: Yeah. So I wonder if it's. Um, what is it? TV14? For- TV I...
2: Who knows? Let, let's see. What, I don't.
0: That one. UST. I don't know. Great. Thank you, Andrew. TV14,
2: yeah. <laughs> you know what? We, we got to. Let's see. About the parental controls on your television. That's oh, not boy. what I wanted. Okay. Uh, yeah. TV 14 is the highest besides it goes. Yeah. PG TV 14. I shouldn't doubt
0: myself. You (laughs) got
2: it. It
3: is on fire. (laughs) All right.
2: Pulling it right out of there, right in the (laughs) noggin.
1: (laughs) Hmm. So that makes me wonder if our rating systems are just not synced, you know, age wise, or if overseas, there's going to be additional scenes that we don't get here. Well, that's a good question. What we'll We shall happens. see. Okay. Well, if you ever want to watch the English version, you know, there's always a VPN. Wink, wink. <laughs> back to the British accents. And
3: we're on it again. <laughs> and back to the VPN. <laughs>
1: good times. Yeah. Uh, so, also, what was this news about Christopher Lloyd?
2: Yeah, so um, I was just told by my wife, I did not see this news anywhere, that Christopher Lloyd's going to be in the Mandalorian? The upcoming Mandalorian series uh, season, it looks like. Um, from what I could find, it looks like it's just going to be like a guest starring spot. Um, but that's basically all the information that's out there. Is he will He's on the call sheet, and it seems to be in a guest starring role. Um, a lot of people are saying Christopher Lloyd should play Hondo Anaka. Um, I doubt that'll be the case. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, it's gonna be cool to see, you know, Legend of Screen Christopher Lloyd, uh, in the on Disney Plus and in the Mandalorian.
1: Interesting.
0: It's gonna be so cool to like yeah. hear him, Mando! not see him, but hear him. Like that's <laughs> the that's gonna be fun.
3: I think yeah, I don't see, and I've seen a report about it too to back up your wife. I,
0: I don't see uh,
3: it being un, too unheard of. I mean, he bring in Bill Burr as a pretty big character in the Mandalorian season as someone that backed him up which is a comedian that just had a really big affinity he's also used the voices of Jason Sudeikis as one of the stormtroopers so bringing in Christopher Lord's not too much of a deep pull for me but it's really interesting to see what they're going to use him as because I mean I think a lot of people are going to reference to um, what they used oh my goodness I can't think of his name right now it's killing me the first episodes of the Mandalorian, the person that was giving him guidance. Oh, I can't think of his name. Queel? No. Uh, it's the buggy. character
2: Queel was giving him guidance, played by... Um, it sounds like this. Um, uh, oh, I have it in my head. Nick Nolte. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it, Andrew. <laughs> Nick
3: Nolte is the character that I was thinking of, uh, or the actor of that character. So that's that was an interesting casting, too. So I'm excited to see how that's going to work out on next Mandalorian, there's always got to be a cool character.
2: It's just like Mando.
3: <laughs> That's Wait,
2: that
1: Quill. Is. was Nick Nolte. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: voiced by Nick Nolte is the character is performed by a different person. I had but voiced zero by Nick clue. Nolte, it's like <laughs> sounds like he's like chewing a bunch of
1: marbles or something. At the same time. <laughs> Look, that is news to me. I had no idea that was the case.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like the first. I
2: don't episode. know. It, my brain. I was originally trying to think. I couldn't come up with. That. I was like John Voight. No, it's some other old man. Yeah! Like, <laughs> <That's>
1: wow. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, I knew about some of the other characters. How I knew mm-hmm. Horatio Sands was a part of the show, I don't know. And obviously, I knew Carl Weathers. You know, but mm-hmm. I I had zero clue. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, who voiced Grogu? Since you guys seem to know everything. John Favreau. I <laughs> knew it. I knew we're it. gonna find out.
2: You know, it's probably like uh, D. Bradley Baker or something if we're like, having a series. <laughs> oh wow! <guess. laughs> but okay. I don't know. Who it is. Does funny. he make any noises? It's probably computer noises. They just uh, you know took like a frog and a hummingbird like and mashed them together. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> made, now you know. Now um, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd is gonna be exciting though. He's sure. like, this sucker's made out of pure hundred percent pure Beskar. Something's like <laughs> one point twenty one gigawatts. <laughs> no, it's gotta be some space thing. Oh, I don't know oh, enough yeah. about
1: Star Wars uh, to to make that reference.
2: Yeah. One point twenty one parsecs. Uh, parsecs, yes, that's <laughs> it. There we go. That's there like you go.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's funny. I don't do
2: a crystal impression. I mean, great that British was pretty pre- close. Yeah, Great British accent. Everybody says it. I do a great British oh? accent. Yeah. Not Once so again. good. It, it is what everybody line. says. Everybody says it. People are saying it all over town. People are saying it. Are saying it, it,
1: right? are saying it. Yeah. <laughs> You're hearing it more and more. <laughs> uh, hey, I wanted to bring this up because you guys know that at night when I can't sleep, which is basically every night, uh, I scroll through TikTok for you know 5 10 15 hours and occasionally i found some really i find some really cool stuff and i sent you a video in our text chain recently which i, I saw melissa respond to it and honestly i could hear the excitement so i'm going to let mel talk about what she saw
0: i want everything that's in that room to make an umbrella Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, this is how excited I am. I'm just blurting out. Okay, so the item that we're we're talking about, it's Adventureland theme. So, of course, I'm going to go crazy because Adventureland is like, that's my heart right there. So, to see the details of this 3D printed hilt to look like the Tiki Room, Family Swiss Robinson, and just... Just the sweet markings of everything you could think of is there. And first thought was, um, I want an umbrella with that kind of a handle. I want a machine. I want an extra room so I could have that machine in that room and I could Mm -hmm. make really cool stuff because, oh my gosh, that is a beautiful piece of art, (laughs) So, yeah, it was like stars in my eyes. And I'm like, I really want one because it looks so cool. It's so well done. So, go ahead. I'm done talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the creator behind this Adventureland Hilt is a gentleman by the name of Alex Corral. And I i mean, I've been talking about it. I joked about it for I don't know, it's been months now that I've been joking about how I really want a 3D printer. And a lot of that has Mm -hmm. to do with the fact that uh, I like to make stuff, but I I feel like sitting down to model things out isn't something I have time for. So I figured, what if I had models of stuff and I could 3D print them? And so... 3D printing is something that I've been interested in a really long time. I just don't have a 3D printer and or the space for one right now. But every time, like I search around and I watch 3D printing videos because I I love everything behind the idea of 3D printing stuff. And so I figure, you know, I'll watch these videos, I'll learn some stuff. And by the time I actually have a 3D printer, I won't go into it completely blind, right? I'll know I'll have a little bit of knowledge behind it. But Alex is one of these creators that does a lot of Disney stuff as well uh, with his 3D printing. And this latest creation is this Adventureland inspired Hilt. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, ah, Mel! And I sent it over <laughs> and I knew yeah. she was going to go crazy over it. So, I mean, this is just another mark in the gotta get a 3D printer. Yeah. Right? Because I'll yeah. tell you where it started. <laughs> Honestly, it started because I wanted two things. I wanted to be able to make my own Iron Man suit because mm-hmm. I just wanted to make it on my own time because, one, they're expensive. And two, I mean, mine would be more like a Hulkbuster than a regular Jesus. Iron Man suit. So that's a lot of, of the filament. So I figured I got to mm-hmm. do this, you know, in pieces, right? On top of that, I really wanted to create my own Keyblades just because i oh today is kingdom hearts day oh that's right i just realized today's the 20th <laughs> anniversary of kingdom hearts hey oh, congratulations ah oh, merry christmas to me oh jeez. <laughs> okay anyway so yeah so i want a 3d print an iron man suit and then i also wanted to make these Keyblades, and i thought okay well you know i gotta get a 3d printer one day and so now i like these worlds are coming together you know what i should also talk to you about Oh what? okay, look, I'm gonna go back to TikTok because look, I we're already there. There is uh, let me find her. Hold on. There is this amazing artist on TikTok that I started following recently because uh what is her name? Put the volume down on my phone. Her name, uh her her TikTok name is I'm underscore selsa. And Uh, I started following her because she showed up on my FYP creating Keyblades based on Encanto characters. And the first one that I saw was a a Mirabel uh, Keyblade. And then she made one for Bruno. She made one for Peppa. She made one for Agustin, for Felix. Then she made a Princess and the Frog-inspired Keyblade. And the latest one she made um, was... Actually, let me see what the last one she made was. Uh, 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 oh, oh. That's an, uh, um. Home on the Is Range. It ba, ba, Is it, ba, home, ba, on range? it, was, it was home on the Range? It was. It was the bull from Home on the Range.
2: Oh, I was hoping it was going to be the yodel. No, guy.
1: it was the bull. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, Cuba, Cuba Good and Good Juniors, right? That, was, that, right? No. <laughs> oh, was it Cuba Good and Anyway, that's not important. So
1: the last one that I remembered was the Dos Keyblade. And that Mm. was – it was a gorgeous design. But I just – I'm looking at her page now, and it looks like the last one she made was a 20th anniversary Keyblade. Uh, Oh, this looks so cool. All right. I'm going to see if I can share the videos on the Discord server, uh, share some pictures of them. They're amazing. She's great. If anything, I would want to contact her, and if I got a 3D printer, just ask her, hey – Can I make one of these or something and just make a 3D (laughs) file? Because I'm looking at this 20th anniversary one and she took uh, the trios from like each from the first three, I think. Oh, yeah. All right. Look, I'm going to post a video. I'll post some pictures on the Discord server so you guys can check this out because they're so cool. I love this. Anyway, what were we talking about? I don't know but before uh, before
2: that <laughs> can you you said something before you figured out what the last one was, and it was really fast, and I don't know what you said. You said the last one I remember was <laughs> Oh the, and...
1: the Dos It was the can you tell me what that is? From Encanto it's the song of the butterflies that they sing okay. when they're in the I river.
2: I appreciate you explaining that Yes to me. I'm sorry, I got so As excited a... yeah, I that's started okay.
1: going at three hundred miles an hour.
2: <laughs> that's okay i just like uh, that's for all the uncultured people like andrew who don't know how to speak spanish and <laughs> don't
1: haven't memorized everything from Encanto. yet so. hey apparently i forget how to speak spanish as well if people can't understand me when i'm speaking 300 miles an hour so oh okay it's
2: okay so, <laughs> I pre- well
3: we all got our problem 300 miles an hour that's the, I, I was wondering what the radar gun was. like... <laughs> 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 that wouldn't be happening
1: if I spoke in an English accent, though, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, British.
2: Oh, man, we're back. Hello. <laughs> boop, bitty,
1: I guess I should, I should start there, right? Oh, hello! Yeah, there you go.
2: Everybody should talk <laughs> Once, like Mrs. He's Doubtfire. Down. Once I nail no. down
1: the Mrs. Doubtfire voice, then I think it'll be a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody, oh hello on three. Ready?
2: One, two, three oh,
0: hello. <laughs> I can't with you guys.
2: <laughs> I don't how many times have I said you look like Ma on this podcast. Mm, <laughs> all the time, probably enough, but all the time. <laughs> My only other line I know from this is that right. But anyway, yeah. this Adventureland lightsaber dealio is cool.
1: Yeah uh alex is uh, one of those creators like i said that you should be following if you're interested in 3d printing or just general disney stuff he he creates a lot of really awesome stuff and uh every time that i see his videos i just want to get a 3d printer and figure out where i could fit it uh but you know space is always a restriction that's why you just keep it in like the back of the car and
2: just print (laughs) like you know run the extension cord to the car Get you know a generator, the...
1: take it up to the mountains, relax. Yeah, and...
2: just go camping with your 3D printer and have some peace and quiet and and print.
1: You know what? That <laughs> sounds like a plan. I think I shall do that. There you go. All right, I'll start with getting a generator, and then we'll go from there. Okay, you can borrow mine if you need. Oh, but perfect! I'm a little far away. Save some money. <laughs> 3D printer, here we come. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, I guess we should talk about Encanto. Well, um, actually, let's save that for later on in the episode. Um, let's see, what do we uh, got? Oh, at a at the parks, the Extravaganza is coming back. Egg, egg, Extravaganza. Egg, egg, Extravaganza. Egg, egg. egg. Uh, there's going to be multiple locations where you'll be able to pick up your egg hunt map. Egg. For those not familiar with the Extravaganza, it is something that they run in the parks and at Downtown Disney. Uh, where you get a little map of the area, and they have multiple eggs Egg. uh, painted as Disney characters that you can locate. And they give you little stickers, and they're supposed to give you your prize once you're done finding it. But every time that we've purchased this map, they just give it to you up front because they don't want you to go stand in line again. And most people really don't care about finding it. They just want the little prize that comes along with it. Uh they're Aww. about 9.99. Oh oh oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know fun. plenty of people that don't go egg hunting. They just want the little prize egg. that goes along with it.
3: Well, power to the people who go egg hunting. It's one of my egg. best memories of my nephew when he came. <laughs> it is They're fun. <laughs> make it worth it. Yeah. yeah, make it worth your money. You we make, did it. How many yeah, things we, can you yeah. buy for less than ten bucks and actually have an adventure in the park? <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> True.
0: Exactly.
3: Yeah.
2: We did it. The the you know over the pandemic when the parks were still closed, we came down for the. Um, oh. You know, they had it over the spring Easter break, and we went to downtown Disney, and they had the extra We did the whole thing all on top of the downtown Disney buildings, everything. It was fun. They are fun.
1: It's one of my favorite things to photograph during the springtime. This year, they also have six eggs that you can collect. So uh, it would be nice if you could select the one that you want, especially if you are there with multiple people, and each one Mm -hmm. of you happens to get a map, and you're doing the hunt. That way, you don't end up with the same one. Uh, For us, we usually end up buying two or three of them because both of our kids want to do it. Usually, I'll I'll purchase one just to have the extra, like egg surprise that you get. Uh, But I mean, if they also had the option to purchase the additional ones, that would be nice. That way, you can have an entire set if you were interested. But
2: they got better come in a carton if they do that, right? uh, I mean, a half carton, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, they would. That would be cute. A half carton. You know what? That would be. Yeah.
1: All right, look, if they start selling those, you know, we're going to have the idea. Disney got to break us off some. <laughs> Um, so there's going to be multiple locations where you'll be able to uh, purchase these maps. Uh, we'll post it over on Instagram. We'll post it on the Discord server. But some of the general places that you've been able to get them before, like Elias and Company, Oswalds, uh, Ramones, Trolley Treats, uh, over at Disneyland, um, Disney Showcase, Disney Anna, the Emporium, uh, most of the common places that you've been able to purchase them before. So uh, if you get an oppor- uh, opportunity to do it, you post your egg, tag us so that we can share it over on Instagram. These are super fun, and hopefully we get an opportunity to go and do at least one of them. Uh, we have done; we normally do a couple during the season. We usually do both parks. Uh, so I'm hoping that we get an opportunity to do them this year again. Uh, let's see. Before we continue, uh, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podketeers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast for your godparents because it's their support that help make these episodes of Pocketeers possible. If you're interested in becoming a member of the FGP Squad, you can head on over to podcasterscom slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a, a little info on what the FGP Squad is, and a link to our Patreon. Being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks, like access to additional content, access to our happy hour calls, uh, random gifts at times, uh, access to a, spe- a special a section of our discord server just to name a few so again if you have any questions please feel free to reach out and of course to all of the members of the fgp squad we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support egg egg <laughs> <laughs> egg now that's a good word egg 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 scravaganza egg. egg scrambled stravaganza scrambled ganza Ooh, scrambled ganza Scramble I like it. Now we're giving cheese. ideas of Denny's. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> Can't go to Denny's and not get a moons over my hammy.
2: Pun-based food is always the best food, right? Yeah, <laughs> It's
3: true. That's Good true. Point.
2: That's why they need to have the egg scramble ganza. Right? Man.
1: First Disney, now Denny's. We're on a roll, man. We're just going to have we to start are. collecting those Big residual time. checks going forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll take we'll take bids for the egg scramble ganza. It could go to Mel's. It could go to you know Perkins. Oh. Some other bre- McDonald's could have the egg scrambleanza. That's true. They got, they got breakfast. What mm-hmm. was
1: what was the place where we got together to discuss the podcast topics? the The restaurant with the bears, oh, Black
0: Bear Diner. Black Bear Diner. Yeah, let's see oh, if they they'll bid for it
1: because I like Black Bear Diner. They got some good stuff. They have carved bears. Yeah, they do. I like And their menu is on a newspaper. It is. Yeah. They got good food, though. I like the food that they have there. I've been to several of those. We went to one also up in Emeryville when we went up to Pixar. Oh, nice. like, the food was just consistently good. Like, I've been to multiple Denny's and other places like that where Mm -hmm. the food is kind of hit or miss, and it's all kind of the same, but not. But... Every time I've gone to Black Bear Diner, like their food is consistently good. I don't think I've ever had a bad meal at one. Hashtag one not five sponsored.
2: Minutes, five minutes from my house, there's a Black Bear Diner.
1: Let's go! All
2: right, everybody come <laughs> up here. <We'll> <laughs> five hour <laughs> drive just to go. meet up.
0: <laughs> I'm going to
2: say
1: five hours. You're yeah, driving hour. real fast, you're driving, <laughs> you're driving as fast as Hazen Uh We're Spanish going to Black Bear <laughs> Diner, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Hazen's
2: at my door right now. Oh, hi, hey, Hazen.
1: <laughs> we we'll we'll Christopher Scott. Lloyd he's got,
2: a, <laughs> he's got a fork <laughs> and knife in his hands and a napkin tucked in his shirt. I saw rumors eggs?
1: get started. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what
1: are we going to talk about? Oh, uh, I guess we should Bruno? talk about Bruno. Don't know. Yeah, we should talk about <laughs> Bruno uh, winning the Oscar this year for Best Animated Film. Uh, I have to tell you, I don't... I don't watch the Oscars because it's just it. I know that there's plenty of people that watch it because they love, you know, seeing what movies win and what actors win. It's not my thing. Uh, However, it sounds like this year's was really good. Apparently, as the kids say these days, it slapped. But it was, you know, Encanto won the Oscar for Best Animated Film. Uh, That's fantastic. You know, I will say though that I did have um, a little bit of an issue. And I think this is something that a lot of people in the industry have been talking about, where in the presentation for the award in general, they're always talking about animation as as if it's something for children. You know, they're always saying like, the kids do this, the kids do that. And it's spoken of as parents just kind of have to put up with cartoons. When Mm -hmm. in reality, adults enjoy cartoons just as much as children do. That's why things like Adult Swim, you know, exist.
2: (laughs) The Simpsons. The The Simpsons, Simpsons. (laughs) exactly. Animation, yeah. Animation is just a medium. It's It's not a genre. It's a medium as to which to convey a story. It's like painting or like An anything art. else, yeah. A book, a novel, a movie, like a you know these are films just like any other you know film you know with a camera. So I mean you, you and you have animated films all the way from you know uh, I don't know Winnie the Pooh and the Honey whatever to like Sausage Party. Like nobody's gonna say Sausage Party is for kids. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then you have the stuff like the the like Studio Ghibli stuff, which is like yeah. very like hits like um like different themes and and things that are you know for a all generations. I you know it's not a family film, but it's just a film meant for everyone. And you know animation, yeah, should be given. I think I don't know if the Academy. Or whoever's voting sees how much work is put into these, you know, animated films just to be like, okay, this is, it's it's, it's all the same. It's a cartoon. They just, you know, put them in a computer and it come out. It's a movie.
0: And see, animation, I think, goes a long way because if we didn't have animation, we wouldn't have claymation or stop motion. Yeah. We wouldn't have all those other, other mediums are CGI and Iron Man. And like, Hey, Hey, (laughs) sounds like those are
1: fighting words, mister.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I'm saying you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, you'd be a man in a suit if there wasn't for, for the history of animation. Like, um, I mean, look at what they did with the, the Lion King remake. I mean, live action as quote unquote, but it looks, you know, photoreal as they say. Um, it's, a, it, it's still just an animated film. Yeah. yeah. And that's a really <laughs>
1: interesting one to bring up because think of how many people were fooled not knowing that it was completely animated. Just thinking like, wow, they really trained those little lions to speak and everything. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man, even they got the bugs to do it too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that Disney magic. It I'm must have cute. been Tinkerbell,
2: yeah. Dixie Dust. Yeah, that
1: dung beetle to roll that dung up a hill. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, when you think about the legacy of cartoons, it's funny because ranging all the way back to, I don't know, the 20s and the 30s, you know, when, when people were going to the, the movies, I feel like it may have been more adults that were going out to the theater and seeing these animated shorts. Right. And then eventually they started having more children watch them. And I mean, I would argue that cartoons have really been around more for adults forever versus for children. They became Mm -hmm. more child oriented at one point. But Mm -hmm. I really feel like they were just designed for adults from the very beginning. You know, comic books seem to run a parallel. But but comics, I think, kind of jumped into their own. Uh, jumped into their own when, when comic movies got really popular. When the MCU first began to establish itself, with like the first Iron Man film, for instance. Uh, before that, there were obviously a lot of great um, uh, films based on comics. You know, we had all the Spider Man films. We had, you know, the Fantastic Four and all that stuff. X Men, obviously, but it wasn't like if you watched. Like a, a comic-based film, you still got teased by a lot of people. It was the same as reading the comic book, right? Which is essentially a non-moving cartoon. And so, can we it, take
0: it a step back and say newspaper? Um.
1: Oh, absolutely! Comics? Absolutely, great point. You know, and it wasn't until like Iron Man where people really began to accept it. And they saw like, oh wow, these are actually way cooler than we thought. And then it was kind of commandeered by society, and it just because it just became acceptable, right? An acceptable medium, which is great. I'm glad that it's more accepted now, but I th- I think we need to break that barrier with cartoons as well, because if you think of all the Pixar films that are out there, and actually I, I would argue that the majority of animated features that are out there. Are, are, are lessons in disguise, right? It's not just a mm-hmm. great story, but a lot of them are lessons in disguise. Think of a lot of the recent Pixar films. They're not just lessons for children. It's not just a great story. A lot of them are geared towards adults because especially now where we are with animation, a lot of the people that grew up with cartoons have all this cool new technology at their disposal where they where they're able to convey stories in a much broader sense with a lot cooler visuals than before, some would argue, but again, geared towards adults, you know. So I yep. think the stigma of it always being for children isn't true. It isn't. Yeah, on Discord, uh, FGP Squad member Albert brought up uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. Man, I love that film it was on Netflix and it was one of my favorite films of 2020. Absolutely. Like in the top five for me. And I think we all enjoyed it. Like we, we sat down, it was one of the family movie night films that we had an opportunity to sit down and watch. But, you know, normally I'll watch something over and over to try to like, like Andrew says, go frame by frame to discover more stuff. Right. Or to frame frame. like try to figure out like what I want to talk about or it, you know, just because there's certain ones that I really enjoy. But this was one that no notes, no anything. I just really enjoyed and I just wanted to watch it again. You know, so I, I mean, I'm glad that Encanto won. I just hope that going forward, uh, more more thought is put into the fact that, like you said, they're really well thought out stories. They are lessons and they're not just for kids. Yeah, well, and you know, the, we talk.
2: They, you know, Pixar talks a lot about, and I'm sure you know other, but you hear it from Pixar a lot. Like, okay, we have to, and you know, Disney Animation too, we have to nail the story down first because we're not gonna, you know, animate all this stuff and then have to like throw it all out. We got to get it down and workshop it and work 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 it. And you know, when you, you, when you know, there's all this, you know, filming an actual you know, live action film. Sometimes it's like, oh, we'll just film all that stuff and then we'll just throw it away. Oh, reshoots. Okay. Doing all this stuff. It's, you can't do that with a, with a animated film. So the story's gotta be there from, you know, the first, when you start animating before you even, you know, get your first character in the computer, whatever. Like it's, it's not, it's another whole different like way of developing story than it is with, you know, a live action film. So, you know, just that work alone that they put into making sure the story works before you even get any animation done is just, you know, a feat of its own. Great point. But, you know, the, uh, <laughs> to bring it back to um, the Oscars, did you, you know, we we're talking about Bruno. How'd you like that song? They did They did Bruno in, you know, and all the stars were there and they were in singing it.
1: Yeah, that was interesting. Um, The whole cast. When I somebody else, (laughs) I had to do a double take when because I like I said, I don't watch the Oscars. I did happen to Uh watch some clips and I knew that Encanto had won. So I went to search the clip on YouTube and I and I happened to see that Dos Oruguitas, the butterfly song that we talked about a, a little bit ago, was performed live. And also we don't talk about Bruno was performed live. So I watched them back to back, and I had to turn around and I, I asked my wife, "Is this Megan the Stallion?" She's like, "Yep." <laughs> like what? How? And and look, it's it was interesting. It was mostly interesting how they decided to use the song to kind of pivot into this is the Oscars that you're watching, like into the lyrics. It's like a it's
2: like Billy Crystal, like he's like it's showbiz, baby. Exactly. Like.
1: <laughs> it was. I mean, they did happen to use the credibility of We Don't Talk About Bruno to bring more credibility to the show, which I, I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, performance was, you know, it wasn't bad. It was okay. Um, but yeah, it, it was an interesting performance. It's like We Don't Talk About Bruno. All the stars are here. We're at the Oscars. <laughs>
2: okay, there's Tom Hanks. Oh, we're going to have awards. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> like i don't know i turned into like a will smith rap Woohoo! yeah um, <laughs> but yeah The i looked up the lyrics i was like what is she saying because it's so fast and you know you can't you know i couldn't understand it so the it goes every day all the kids want i'm gonna read this as white as possible every day all the kids want to hear <laughs> read it in your british
1: accent it. the one Ooh, that everyone's I, talking about uh, all the time <laughs>
2: Every day, all the kids want to hear is Bruno. Bruno this, Bruno that. It's ti- It's the new Let It Go. Oh my God, Lynn, you see what you have done? On Hollywood's biggest night, best in all of cinema. Magic everywhere, stars everywhere. I need to see Oscar, Zendaya over there. Oh, no, we got three. We might want to blame that. For- These women are the best and they killin' all the jokes. I'm turning into Sala. Anyway, it goes, it goes on, and it just talks about the awards some more. The envelopes are there, and then, um, oh, no, it's time for the show. That, um, got yeah. It. So, best British Bravo. action. Yep, best British accent in podcast. Bravo right here. Bravo. Say everybody, Bravo. You've been hearing it more Bravo. and more. And by more and more, I've said it four times on this episode already. So. <laughs> keep hearing it i it's, you know what
1: if you hear it enough it's true
2: right right that's uh, that's you know what that's how the internet works we should put it on
1: wikipedia then it'll totally be true we
2: Wiki- have to we have to make a wikipedia for me <laughs> uh andrew yeah andrew known for being on podcasters and uh that's it and quizneyland don't <laughs> and quizneyland is known for british accent end of article <laughs> <laughs> best accent <laughs> according best to British people. accent <laughs> people are saying it more and more and the end of Wikipedia entry you get
3: a Wikipedia page that's all that matters right <laughs> you made
1: it kid you made it so yeah so thoughts from everyone in the group on this version of we don't talk about Bruno
0: like you said it sounds interesting I, I haven't seen it I'm listening to what you guys are saying and how you guys how you guys are describing it. Sounds interesting. I feel like I need to go watch it right now to see what this is. <laughs> so that's that's where I am.
3: <laughs> I'm with Hazen on this. I, I really try to avoid. I, I appreciate all you that look into acting and uh, like the Academy Awards, the Oscars, but that is not me. So I did see the Encanto was going to be re done and singing live but I think for me I already had a point of realizing like there's something about when they do something live and to when that's in an animation film there's going to be some different situations and it sounds like by the reference that Andrew had there I might have got a better rendition than that would have been the actual live version of it from the Oscars but for me I, I, I always kind of want to wait till that gets played out to see if it's something that's not that it's not worth watching it's just that if it's something that's like keeps it to its original like what you thought of hearing this on the first time or if it's just completely different so i I, like melissa i'm gonna have to check this out later and then i guess give feedback on the megan stallion rap that (laughs) was just renditioned by andrew british voice version
2: (laughs) You know, it's like they've been saying it more and more. It's the best accent. Best accent. You're gonna be Sorry, surprised what? at how and the Oscar goes to. <laughs> You're
1: gonna yeah. be surprised at how spot on it was.
2: Yeah, it's gonna sound exactly like Megan V. Stallion. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. I was I do I do not know who Megan V. Stallion is. So that at first I was like, is that Cardi B? I mean, Cardigan <laughs> Cardigan Backyard again? But no, it was not Cardigan Backyard again. It was. <laughs> Oh, Megan
1: the stallion
2: well <laughs> but I I'm I, I'm not up on popular music <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I think that's a good place to end the episode uh if you had an opportunity to watch the performance uh we'd love to hear your thoughts on the we don't talk about Bruno performance that happened at the Oscars I've heard there's other stuff that happened on the Oscars but you know I don't think it was as big as that performance was. Something definitely nobody's ever going to be talking about ever, ever again. So, Woo-hoo! yeah. Any final thoughts on anything that we talked about in this episode? Uh, oh, uh... Egg. Extravaganza.
2: Scrambleganza. Oh, oh okay. Let's try yeah, that again. Eggs. Okay. eggs. Scrambleganza. There we go. All
1: right. <laughs> George
2: we just
0: found the title for today's episode. Egg scramble
2: <laughs> Egg,
1: egg scramble oh, wow. <laughs> You know what? Why not? Why not? <laughs>
2: you only live once. Right?
1: <laughs> all right that's gonna wrap it up for this episode if you have any thoughts on anything that we talk about we'd love for you to join us over on our discord server if you haven't joined us there it's super simple to join just head on over to our instagram there is a pinned ig story with a link to our discord uh, a couple clicks uh, taps away depending on the device that you are using and you will be a part of discord we'd love to have you join the community there and uh hear your thoughts on any of the things that we talked about. I'm also going to be posting a couple of TikTok videos and some images of uh, what we talked about, including the key blades and then a cap of the uh, hilt, the Adventureland hilt that Alex is working on. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya.
3: Oi, have you heard about Andrew's bridge accent winning the best award on Wikipedia, eh?
2: Oh, yeah, I heard that, right? Okay, All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, boop. Boopity boop. Boopity boop. Boopity boopity boop.
0: Part of the Podcateers Network.